Well, hello, everybody. It is Libra season. Happy Libra season, everybody. This month for your October energy forecast report brought to you by the magnificent Shaya, the indigo, we will be talking about Mercury coming into retrograde on September 27th, which we are currently experiencing, and it will end on October 18th. October 1st brings the number seven, which is equivalent to the sign of Pisces, also ruled by Neptune. We have six out of the nine planets in retrograde this month, and our half moon energy is in Capricorn with the new moon on the sixth in Libra, which means that our sun and our moon will be in Libra. And on the 22nd, the full moon will be in Virgo. So tune in right now to see how all of this is going to affect you for this month. And we appreciate you for tuning in. Take a listen. The Metaspiritualist is guided by the creator of the universe through prayer, meditation, and sound healing. Hey, Shay, what you doing today? <laughs> hey, sis. How you doing? I'm doing good. You're looking beautiful. As oh, usual. Gee, thanks. Stop it. I, I'm over here laying on the floor. Oh, thank you. That's therapeutic. I've done that before when I've just, I don't know, it's something about being on the floor that just makes you feel like breaking the rules makes, makes you feel good. Feels like you're yeah. breaking a rule. <laughs> now, I remember, I remember laying on the floor as a kid, you know, you come in and you kick off your shoes. I used to do homework on the floor. I used to read because I love to read. And um, as an adult, we don't get on the floor much. Right. Yeah, that's true. All them I girls do, I, get down on the floor, on the floor. <laughs> Let me stop. You know about that girl? Girl, I know a whole lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I do that. Like, when honestly, I find myself doing that when I'm when I'm stressed, like to the max. I find myself mm. just sitting on the floor. Like, yep. Uh, have you ever seen that video? Um, it's a little toddler. She was so tired. She 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 said she, she was sleepy and she laid on the floor. She said, "I'm just gonna lay right here." <laughs> so uh, the the babies are cute when they when it's they're so funny. I know Anais and Sienna and Matthias like. They are hilarious when they're sleeping. <laughs> oh my goodness, girl! My kid, my son, he's sleepy. He's he's a Gemini, so he's full of so much energy. Mm-hmm. So even though he's tired, he will just run around to the point where he just starts walking in circles. Like when he starts doing stuff like that, that's how you know he is tired. He's just fighting. Yeah, kids are funny. But, oh, my um, anniversary is this weekend. Hey, 11, 11 years. Wow. That's beautiful. Or it's our 11th anniversary. So we're entering into the 11th year. That's what's up. You over the hump? No. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Not just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think. I think over the hump would be considered like twenty. I don't know, fifteen. 
Shoot. I mean, look at some of the, the billionaires that got divorced and they've been together for 25, 26, 27 years. It's yeah. like, how do you be with somebody that long and then decide? Like, you never know. You never know. Yeah. That's all I will say. All right, but, girlfriend. Um, Let, let's go on and get into this thing. Yeah. So. It's a lot going on this month. I always say that. I think I say that every, <laughs> every time, <laughs> every I, month. I was just about but to say that. <laughs> I literally, it's been a really busy year. This whole year has been jam-packed with massive stuff going on, like astronomical events that are mm-hmm. highly impacting. But, um... So last month, nope, we're still this month. In my head, it's already October. <laughs> we're doing this early, I forgot. Um, on time. Early is on time, right? Ow. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so September 27th okay. was when r- the retrograde, Mercury retrograde, officially started mm-hmm. in Libra. Um, and I'm mentioning that for October because it lingers over into October. It ends on October 18th. And so a lot of people hate Mercury retrogrades. You know, it depends on what zodiac they happen in to where how they affect everyone. Um, this one so far has been smooth for me. I just looked at the clock and it's 11 11. It's nine eleven here. Amazing. Anyways. <laughs> okay, Cardi. <laughs> um, That's my girl, you know. I love her too. I, I don't care what nobody say. I like her. But um, she's a Libra, by the way. And it's Libra season. <laughs> oh, I'm a Libra rising. So let's talk about it because... This what you're ta- what you're you've been experiencing. A lot of people have been telling me because I still do reading through background and all that. And mm-hmm. yeah, and people like hit up my inbox and they're like, I can't get along with anyone. Is is that I had someone inbox me yesterday and said, Is there a retrograde right now? Because I am so frustrated with all my coworkers that I called in today. And I'm like, Yes, yes, there is a retrograde right now. Actually, it started the day before that, but um. Okay, so yeah, this uh, Mercury retrograde started on the 27th, and it's ending on October 18th, so like three weeks. Usually, they're like two weeks or so, and that's always, for me, that's always like, you know what, I'm ready for this to be over with, that's a little long for me, I'd be waiting for those two weeks to be up, but this one is three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but it hasn't really been hitting me that bad. But it's you know it affects everyone differently. So, anyways, um, I'm surprised so I haven't cried yet. Well, <laughs> now, me being a water sign, <laughs> I, I have cried. I have done some crying. I, I had. Most most of the the shadow of the Mercury retrograde, because you know we feel the shadow of it 
a couple weeks before and like a week or so after it's over. So the shadow of it is really what impacted me. Um, Mercury retrograde, as we know, messes up anything that has anything to do with communication. So this includes electronic devices that you use to communicate with people. Mm -hmm. So this is laptops, cell phones, iPads, PCs, whatever. Um, Televisions, you know, people communicate through. All of this stuff is glitching and going crazy. I almost lost my wallet last week. (laughs) Almost, almost. See, and that's the thing. And I will bring that up later when I discuss a lot of these planets because there are six planets in retrograde right now, not just Mercury. I can't. I just can't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, okay, I'm going to get to why I said, why I'm highlighting that I almost lost my wallet. Because this is the thing. When we know a retrograde is here or it's impending or looming, it's upon us, Mm -hmm. we have to keep in mind to, to, I, I always say to watch your step. Be careful. Some people... Some of these readers and astrologers be like on YouTube telling people, don't go nowhere. Don't leave your house. Don't, you know, you don't have yeah. to. It doesn't have to be that deep. And Extreme, I understand yeah. why if, you know, some people just don't want to deal with people and energies, especially when you're an empath. I can see that. But that's extreme to me. Um, you just want to watch your step. You want to be careful with your stuff, mind your stuff, mind your keys, mind your wallet, your phone, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. Why things get lost or stolen or well, why does that happen for Mercury retrograde? I don't know. But anyways, so let's talk about how the month starts out. Like I said, the Mercury retrograde is lingering into from September 27th to the middle of October. So I had to start with that, the retrograde. Now, October. If we go off of numerology, October 1st, 2021 adds up and breaks down to seven, which you know is one of my favorite numbers because the number seven's zodiac equivalent is Pisces. and um so that means that the number seven is a very very spiritual number it's all about spirituality it's all about the imagination possibilities um what it can be distorted and and i'm saying this because being that is equivalent to pisces energy that always makes me think about neptune neptune Mm -hmm. is you know the planet i call it la la land this is this is my planet neptune and jupiter is the Mm -hmm. two ruling planets of pisces so i'm talking about the number seven but it's the same exact energy so Anyone listening, please don't get confused. So we're talking about the number seven, but it's Pisces energy. It's the same thing. So it's very spiritual. It's very um, hazy, um, dreamy. Mm -hmm. 
the signature description that you will find if you look up Pisces energy is dreamy. And this, of mm-hmm. course, again, is because of Neptune. So can I stop you real quick? Yes. So why last week when I went to Sacramento, I stayed on a riverboat. And the very first thing that I saw when I went to the check at um, the re- reservation desk was a big gold or brass plaque that said Neptune works. No, I'll send it to you. I'm going to text it to you. I took a picture. Yeah. I I checked into the room on Thursday evening Mm -hmm. and I saw that. That is crazy. And so (laughs) why is that crazy? Because fish, Neptune is one of the planets that's retrograde right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. When did Neptune go retro? Today is, it has 63 days left. So okay. if you count back 63 days, that'll give you the first day that, retrograde, that Neptune went retrograde. Okay. And Okay, so and, and it's hard for me to pinpoint because this this retrograde is is lasting five months. This is one of those we only get one Neptune retrograde every year, and it tends to last five months or more or a little bit more. Okay. Um. So Neptune, since it's the planet of dreams. It's the, the like I said, I call it La La Land. It's, it's the dreamy planet. It's, it's the imagination. So it's one of those places where you it's hard to determine the real from the fake. It's hard to pinpoint reality from because Pisces energy is all about intuition. Now, as a Pisces. Sometimes mm-hmm. our intuition can be so fine-tuned that it's too in tune and things are kind of like accentuated to an extreme when it's not that extreme. So this is why sometimes it's hard to tell the real from the fake when it's um, Neptune in retrograde. So you have to be able to really recognize the truth because a lot of things will be distorted so you mm-hmm. know you might have like issues with clarity um you don't know if you're happy or if you're sad <laughs> like, girl i'm pissed off right sad. now <laughs> <laughs> i've been walking like- around here pissed off for the last three weeks oh man and look that's only making me think about mercury this mercury just frustrating everybody everybody's frustrated we can't get along with other people family co-workers friends you know so it's one of those things like you can't take certain things at face value you can't really take things personally because it's a retrograde you know what i'm saying and we have that advantage by knowing that so you know yeah but you know what it's still hard because when you're in the thick of it like when you're dealing with the bull crap of everything mm-hmm. that's coming to you, it's, yeah. it's heavy. And it's like, okay, 
other people also recognize when stuff is is going awry. Mm-hmm. But no, it's like no one is is really thinking of solutions quickly to fix the problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. In a way, though, that's a good thing because sometimes we can be in a hurry to. So what I've studied about all of these planets that's in retrograde, things are being slowed down because Saturn is one of the planets that's also in retrograde. Jupiter is one of the planets that's also in retrograde. Jupiter, you know, is the planet of expansion. It makes things bigger. Whatever it is, it makes whatever bigger. So, and then Saturn is the planet of limitations. It's the planet of restrictions. It holds you back. So Mm -hmm. with that, and the thing about Saturn is it's very strict. You There's no wiggle room. You got to be disciplined. Saturn energy is like a Capricorn. They're very strict. They're very like organized. They're very um, responsible, very disciplined. Mm-hmm. And um, when Saturn is retrograde, that's lessened. So you don't have to be in a hurry to find solutions when, when it, it doesn't want that at, at this point, because it's going to force you to look at things closer because certain solutions may come up. That's not the solution in the long run. It may, it may be one right now because of the energy of feeling hurried, but because it's hurried, it could end up being the wrong one. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The, the wrong solution. And why that is the case for Jupiter, because I mean, for Saturn, because with Uranus, though, so this is the beauty of Uranus being retrograde too. This, that's one of Aquarius's um, ruling planets, I think. And they are very eccentric. They're very unique. They're exotic. Every Aquarius, you know, there's going to be something about them that's different than everybody else. And with Uranus being retrograde, there are solutions that are going to come, but they might be solutions you would have never thought of before. You would have never thought we would handle this this way. And, mm-hmm. and it so happens to work. So that's literally the energy that Uranus being in retrograde is bringing. And then Saturn being retrograde is saying it's okay to not do it in such a strict, it has to go this way type of manner. And Mm -hmm. then Jupiter being the planet, you know, like I said, that's the planet of expansion. With that being retrograde, um, things being expanded can be overly expanded. It can be overdone, you know. So um, that's why if something is being slowed down or the solution is not coming right away, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing at the moment. Yeah, but I I feel that I I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. However, (laughs) when (laughs) it seems as though these certain problems keep resurfacing, it's it's almost like okay i thought that i fixed this i thought this was handled why is this coming back up you know what i'm saying 
Well, there's always a reason. If it's coming back up, it's something else you have to look at. It's something else you need to look at. And you know what? I don't know if Pluto being retrograde has anything to do with that, but I feel like it does because Pluto is going to make you look at some things that you may not want to look at. And it's going to be on a personal level. It's going to be on a deep level. It's going to be on a, a ego crushing level. I'm just going to say that, you know, so a lot of times and, and Pluto is one of the planets that's retrograde too. And, you know, pl Pluto rules Scorpio. Scorpio is water. I had someone, this this one lady um, I used to watch on YouTube. She described each water sign this way. She said, Cancer is the ocean. That's it. Pisces is all of the little ecosystems and life forms that's in the ocean. And she said, Scorpio is the deepest and the darkest part <gasps> of the uh -huh. ocean. It's dark down there, okay? And, like, I'm so passionate about that because so I'm a Scorpio rising. Mm -hmm. So that this is my first house. And my Pluto is in Scorpio. Wow. My mom <laughs> is Scorpio. Oh, my gosh. There are some deep people. They're very, very deep when it comes to emotions. They are very emotional, but they're raw they get down to the bone marrow of your emotions. They're going to get down to the, <laughs> to the part of your emotions that you don't want to face, you know, mm -hmm. but it's cleansing, it's purging. So that's why I'm saying with Pluto being retrograde, then it's forcing us to look at some things within ourselves. And with all of these other planets that's retrograde, like Jupiter, Saturn, and Uranus, that has a lot to do with work, that has a lot to do with business or any type of um, connection like that. Mm -hmm. And with Pluto at play, it's, it's forcing you, I feel like it's forcing you to look at something within yourself. Because, because you're a spiritual person, you are in tune. It's I, like I, I did say, I feel like we have an advantage to know these things, but at the same time, I think it's harder for us when we know <laughs> at the same time, because there's no shortcuts. We can't, we have to face it because we know what's going on, yeah. you know, so I will say, yeah. I think that's, that's what's been the hardest on my journey thus far. Um, when I had my spiritual awakening in my early, in my early twenties, because I was heavily influenced by religion from the lens mm -hmm. of Christianity, then yeah. it was like, I immediately was in the Bible thumping this and that, you know, and now it's like, okay, what is, what is it that I need to learn from this so that I can grow? And one of the things that I'm struggling with is I understand 100% where I am weak, where I have mishaps, where I fall short and I'm trying yeah. to show grace, the same grace mm -hmm. that I would like extended to myself. But I do feel that there's been times people, um, you know, they're not so forgiving. And so, and that's what gracious I feel with makes me. it harder. 
Yeah, right. that, yeah. I think that's what makes it harder because we know there's a reason for it. We know, and the the overall of all things is love and compassion. I've been watching um, near death experiences. I used to be obsessed with studying near death experiences. And um, they have some segments about that on Gaia, the app I was telling you about, Gaia. How, how much and is that subscription, by the way? It's free. Gaia is free? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I have it on my TV. Okay, go, 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 go on. I, I will. Uh... I think it is. I might be lying. I don't know. I'll check it out. <laughs> But um, yeah, they have some segments on there about um, near-death experiences. And I've been studying that for years and years. And one thing that they all have in common, one thing that they all say is that learning unconditional love is the point. That's the point of it all. One thing um, that I used to teach a lot is that love is the one thing that connects all things that can connect all things like all this racism stuff like that that's going on if you look at like I have a best friend uh, I have two best friends that are white I love them they are my best friends so whether all this division that's going on it doesn't matter to me it doesn't matter to her she mm-hmm. sees the racism and all the craziness that's going on and honey when I tell you she woke quote unquote <laughs> and she's the um, whitest white girl you could ever meet in your life. That child <laughs> knows her stuff and she does not stand for racism. She calls it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I see on our side doing the same thing. Shouldn't this support? We should only support our own. No, there's this. This is somebody that's been my best friend since we were little kids. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's love. That's love that's connecting us no matter what the race is. Right. Yeah. Just like children that are born into this world, they don't see that stuff. Right. They don't see it until it's it's made apparent to them. Apparent. It's, it's learned. Right. <laughs> right. Parents. A parent intru- introduces that to them. Exactly. It's, it's learned you know. behavior. And that's, you know, but they come in so pure. So that tells us that should tell all of us that we're doing this wrong. If we're looking at these 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 babies who come in the world pure, they're pure. They have no fears. You know, they, they might be scared of the dark, you know, but generally they're fearless. They're more fearless than I am. I mean, you know, my three-year-old, that child, he is too fearless. People tell me it's because he's a boy, but he scares me. When he plays, sometimes I have to cover my eyes just because I feel like <laughs> he's going to do a backflip off of the couch. You know, listen, the baby, the baby <laughs> done fell out of three chairs this week. See, <laughs> she keeps climbing up on stuff. <laughs> Fearless, just no care in the world. You know, we got to. That's the Gemini. Yes, I forgot your baby was a Gemini too. <laughs> yeah, man. But, um, but yeah, like, so the only thing that is pure in this world, in this realm, in all realms is love at the end of the day. That's the point that, like I said, that's the one thing. So God, I say this all the time, God is love and love is God. 
The universe is love. That's what God is. Love. Literally, that's what it is. So if I can talk to you and bond with you um, the way that we do, that's love. You know what I'm saying? Some people think love is being with somebody in a relationship. No, that's romance. Love (laughs) is love. If I go outside and I feel like being a tree hugger today and I want to hug a tree, I'm going to feel that love from that tree because it's nature. Yeah. It's that's that's love. It's that we're two totally. This is an inanimate object. I am a human being, but you're gonna feel some type of energy that's gonna make you feel grounded. It's gonna make you feel good. You know that's love. That's mm-hmm. that's. If I took the time to hug a tree, that connected us too. So that's the whole. That's the oneness of all things. And anytime we separate then you know we're diminishing the light here yeah period so we know this but not everybody knows this so it's harder for us because we're expecting the same empathy and understanding and you know compassion and other people you know they're this world this realm is full of selfish people all i'm seeing nowadays is liars and selfishness and greed and I don't know it's nasty it it puts a bad taste in my mouth where's the love where's the compassion where is the light but that's why we're here (laughs) yeah yeah you know it's heavy it's a heavy job you know what I'm saying that's a lot of um, weight to carry just knowing that you have purpose and knowing there's a reason why you have to be patient yeah so the beginning of the month october 1st 2021 breaks down to the number seven um seven is all things spirituality all things um knowledge is about knowledge and really get in tune with yourself getting in tune with yourself spiritually Meaning understand what you want, where you're going, what you're trying to do, and your why behind that. So I feel like that was the best way to summarize what spirituality is. Um, So that's number seven. That starts off October. Um, And then fast forward to the mid-month. So I always do the mid-month energy based on when the half moon is. Mm -hmm. which is um, October 12th and that's going to be in Capricorn and the numerology of that day breaks down to nine. That's a very interesting combo because nine is equal to Scorpio energy like we were just talking about. So um, they're very intense. Um, Life path number nines or Scorpios my Scorpio child so happens to be a life path number nine. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And they're very caring. They're very nurturing because, you know, the number nine goes along with that three, six, nine energy. So that's the universe. So they're compassionate. They're caring. They're nurturing. But nine is still, um, it's the number of endings, you know. So as a number of transformation 
And so it can be intense. It can be, you know, dark, like not necessarily like lower level energy, but just dark as far as facing some things that's hard to face, things mm-hmm. that are buried. So that's the number nine energy. And with that being um, in Capricorn, the half moon energy being in Capricorn, um, like I said earlier, Capricorn energy is very, very strict. They're very disciplined and very um, responsible. They're all about getting work done. They can be overly critical. So we may feel overly critical of ourselves and things that we need to do, especially with Capricorn's ruling planet Saturn being in retrograde. (laughs) So, um, but I think that's just kind of forcing us to loosen our grip on things and, um, and let certain things come to an end too, still with that number nine energy. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> and then at the end of the month, of course, we have Halloween. Very spiritual day, October 31st. And the craziest part about that is the numerology of that date breaks down to one. So that starts us over with whatever you know what i'm saying then with the half moon being nine it's a number of endings and then on the end the exact last day of the month being on halloween where the veil is very thin um and the number is one on that day so wow yeah so that so i feel like that's really just gonna open us up to a lot of newness it's gonna break down some it's made me think of the tower card the tower tarot card because of the half moon being um a number nine date so it's going to be some endings but that is always for our highest good it's always something that's going to bring us to something new but this is going to be breaking down some things to bring us newness that we've been waiting for that we've been trying to just grasp and reach for for so long um that will be the end of October. So I haven't even covered all of the the new moon and the full moon. Right. <laughs> so um, so I'm just kind of do like a recap of what I went over already. So October 1st will be Libra energy. We'll be right, we're in Libra season. And that mm-hmm. day breaks down to seven so it's going to be a very spiritual experience to kick off the month and then that's october 1st and then fast forward to october 6th would be the new moon which is my mom's birthday okay and yep the new moon is on october 6th yep so at that point the sun and the moon will be in libra and this is a new moon so Basically, (laughs) that's a lot of Libra energy and it's air. You know, I always describe air um, element, the air element, as far as Zodiac is concerned. Their breath, (laughs) I can't talk. Air sign, in my opinion, I always describe them as being a breath of fresh air. Like Aquarius, 
Libra, Gemini, they're a breath of fresh air to me. Literally, that's I love their energy. But mm-hmm. um, it can be, you know, scattered. It can be like mentally fogged. Um, so it could be a lot of energy feeling like that. You know, the, the date breaks down to three. Um, and three always has to do with expression. Three, the number three is very expressive verbally. Okay, so three is a very expressive number. Air energy is very communicative, like Gemini. Gemini is the communicator of the Zodiac. Mm -hmm. Libras are very communicative. They don't like conflict, but they will say how they feel. And it can be raw. Libra energy can be kind of like brutally honest. You know, I'm just saying as a heads Mm -hmm. up. So with the sun and the new moon, (laughs) on a three date Mm -hmm. um yeah and with mercury being retrograde yeah it's probably gonna be some conflict um but it's always for our highest good though it is it always is because it forces us to see and feel what we need to and address what needs to be addressed you know everybody might not agree but you still got what you needed to say out. Well, here's the thing. When you're, when you're talking about um, maturity from not just a, a natural perspective, but, you know, spiritual as well, I think that you can agree to disagree on things and still get work mm-hmm. done. Right. However... Yeah. I do believe that even in a mature setting, there needs to be that come to Jesus moment and say, okay, I know we disagree, we disagreeing right now Mm -hmm. and we can agree to disagree, but at some point, somebody need to fall back so that stuff can get done. Yeah. 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 That conversation is more than likely it's going to be had with everyone. But yeah, one of the planets that I read about this retrograde, um, it, it did say that you want to consider what everyone is saying. So I'm going to send you the link for what I what I'm talking about, what I'm reading. OK, the full moon. <laughs> Fast forward from the new moon to the full moon. So that'll be October 20th. Right after the end of Mercury's retrograde. Right. Because Mercury retrograde ends October 18th. Okay. And of course, we're still going to be feeling the shadow of that, but it, you know, it'll be pretty light. Um, for some, it depends. It's different every time. But sometimes I be feeling the shadow like heavy, mm-hmm. like heavier than when the retrograde be happening. I feel the shadows worse. I don't know why. But um, and then sometimes the retrogrades don't affect me at all. Like everybody be like, oh, my God, these dang retrogrades messing everything up. And it'd be some of them. I'd be like, man, I'm chilling. I've been good. <laughs> you know, but like I said, it affects everybody differently every time depending on the signs that happen in or whatever. So, mm-hmm. 
But um, yeah, so the full moon, it will be in Virgo. I don't know if I said that already, but yeah. The numerology of that day is the eighth. Oh, breaks down yes. Eight. Yep. And October, which is awesome because, you know, that's those two it's numbers. It's the number eight. <laughs> <laughs> abundance. Abundance. And then, you know, abundance always makes me think of the harvest, you know, yeah. harvesting and you're seeing pumpkins everywhere. And, you know, it goes so well with the fall. So for that to be on a full moon and, you know, the full moon enhances everything. It, it, um, amplifies everything so um yeah i'm 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 up for that i'm all for that especially with the retrograde ending a couple days before that it's gonna feel like a relief it's gonna feel like Mm -hmm. a weight has been lifted we're going through a purging process like with with these girls the way these numbers are playing out with these Mm -hmm. moons and the way the month starts out the mid-month the end of the month, we're going through a um, purging, definitely, for sure. That's and, you interesting. Know, that's, that's not pretty. That's not a pretty process. It's uncomfortable, it's difficult, it's frustrating, mm-hmm. makes you want to scream and yell and punch things. But <laughs> it's all mm-hmm. for the, it's, a, it's like, I feel like it's still very much so represents uh, or relates to like the tower energy it breaks mm-hmm. down it breaks things down but once that's broken down that new beginning that follows is um more open you but, know um, i was gonna say it's interesting that the number eight energy comes in after the three energy that's expressive mm-hmm. and you know and you were talking about um about the sun and the moon being in libra during the new moon so coming out of the mercury retrograde and coming into virgo an earth mm-hmm. sign in abundance yeah. oh i'm yeah. ready i'm ready yeah. so once 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 this retrograde ends and i've read that i've read that you know it's going to be so light it's going to a lot of things are going to feel lighter um but that's because of that purging process like there's been so many retrogrades that i did feel it heavy because when i first started learning (laughs) when i first started learning about retrogrades i used to be like what is everybody talking about this ain't nothing i'm good Mm -hmm. i'm chilling girl when I had went through some retrogrades that actually hit me hard I'm talking about going through it but Mm. after the after effects always feels so relieving like it feels like a big relief like you've released so much it's a purging process literally so but yeah that's all I have for the month of October Okay. I can pull some cards. Um, Let's do it. I want to use my my brand new deck. Oh, we get the we get the <laughs> new stuff. I like it. It's um, 
It's pretty. Angel answers. I see so many people with this deck, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta check this out. So many people have it for a reason, but I'm like, I got so many other decks that's angel related. I'm like, I'll need another one. But I finally yeah. caved in and got a new one. Got this one. Oh wow! You won't believe what just came out. Communication. <laughs> uh, the one before that said, "Be brave and honest." This one, co-create. So co-, co always has to do with being cooperative. Because of the retrograde, we can use these three. Um, we have communicate <laughs> clearly. <laughs> like that's just crazy, and that's that's the new deck. So I've never. Even that's seen a beautiful that. card. I know. I love it. I love these decks so much. I haven't gone through each one of them yet separately, so I I haven't even seen this one. Oh, we get the yeah. exclusive? Yes. On the Meta Spiritualist Shay Yai. Oh, come through. Yes. I didn't even know that was one of the cards. So, yeah, communicate clearly, be brave and honest. I mean, you know, yeah, something about being so that with the, the be brave part, you know, it's clearly saying say what you need to say yes. and be honest and be clear, you know, and concise. So they can't say, well, you didn't say or, well, I didn't know you felt this or that way. Can you want to be so clear and direct? that can't nobody say that later on, you know. And then (laughs) co-create. Um, that's what I got for the cards and everything that I unpacked. So, Shaya, yes, what what do we want to close out the episode with today? Um, well, you know what, there's going to be a lot of tension. Um, of course, everything depends on each person's individual natal charts Mm -hmm. with how the planetary placements affect each person, but universally for the collective, I would say there's a lot of communication that needs to be had mm-hmm. and we shouldn't be afraid of those conversations you know this car saying be brave and honest mm-hmm. say what you mean and mean what you say and you know listen to what other people are saying as well because we want to make sure we don't have our ego in the way to where we are a part of the problem and can't see it so um, that's what I would say for the collective for all of us moving forward to the end of the year okay cool well thank you for the October energy forecast report <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you from down where I'm from talking like that girl <laughs> Girl, you know I'm from the South. Where you from again? 
I forget. You did Arkansas. Oh, oh, that explains a lot. Explains <laughs> 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 a lot. That makes sense. If somebody from from that's not from down here is not gonna say uh, report. <laughs> report. <laughs> report. Girl, I appreciate you having me. Um, no, I love. Good. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. We want to thank you all for tuning in for this month's energy forecast report brought to you by your girl, Shaya the Indigo. We want to remind you that if you'd like to dial into our frequency, be sure to follow us on Facebook at The Metaspiritualist, Twitter at Metaspiritu1, and of course on Podbean, Apple, Google, the iHeartRadio app, and Listen Notes. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to our newsletter. Each week, I release a new issue that shares a personal perspective, an affirmation for the collective, and a hype of a friend of the Metaspiritualist. If you enjoy the content being brought to you, feel free to message us at metaspiritualist at gmail.com. We hope that you have a wonderful, peaceful, and abundant day.